0: I don't know half of you, half as well as I should like. And I like less than half of you, half as well as you deserve. Bilbo Beckins.
1: Bending, not breaking, a holiday mini Welcome back to another episode of Bending Not Breaking. I'm Sunshine. And I'm Ben. And it's the holidays. The holidays. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The time is the winter. The time is meow. The time is meow. The winter is here.
0: And we're just so pleased to be able to bring you this mini episode about... The holidays.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a little different, but not a lot different. It's still gonna be in the vein of everything that we've done here before. But yeah. one of the things we wanted to do today is is look through Avatar as a whole, um, through the lens of holidays, and I love it. Um, and talk about moments that we think that really remind us of, of what we hope this the holiday season is like, and maybe talk about a few things that we want to kind of discard as as old traditions or old things that we think the holidays should be like. Um, Mm. and, and make sure that we are living into how do we, um, give the best to those that we love and to ourselves and what, what the holidays really mean. And so we're going to do that by looking at some avatar moments that we really love. Yeah. Um,
0: but before we do that, we gotta, like, we gotta figure out what we're aiming for here. Exactly. What, as always, what do we want? Uh, when we think about like, in, in realizing that holidays are, Super mixed for people realize like some people really love the holidays for some people, the holidays bring, you know, really not great feelings up when we have to like go home to places we don't want to go to or if we have no place to go and bringing bringing awareness around that. So with that in mind, I'm thinking. What is it that we want to experience during the the holiday season what like what is it
1: i think rest is a a big one Uh, rest is one that i think that we we hear that i hear a lot but also one that i i kind of hope to have some rest at the same time i having plans and being able to do things with uh people i love um is also something that i hope from the holiday season that i get to do
0: so rest, but also intimacy, mm-hmm. in a way, is something that I crave when I think about the holidays. No. I'm thinking about like being with the people that I care about, if possible. And so that that comes with it a certain level of intimacy that I hope to cultivate.
1: One of the things that, and this is a strange one, because it's, I think, uh, disregarding what you should do, you should be spending time with family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that requires us, I, I like I like spending time with family, mm. but I also think the definition of family is, is different for every single person and who that family is um, Absolutely. can change for everyone as it should. As That should not be a stable thing of, I have to hang out with the people that I am related to. Um, I think that we can try to disregard that because if they give you life and they are people who pour into you and... Yeah. Then those are the people I want to spend time with. So reframing
0: um, family to not necessarily mean who you are related to by blood. But
1: it can be. But it can be. Yeah,
0: but but rather family thinking of family as the people that are life-giving, that give that give you joy, that bring that you can be experience intimacy with in a positive way. Uh, that's more than I'm who I'm thinking about. When yeah, I think
1: even spending time with people that could be family, right? Bringing people in sure. uh, and allowing them to be a part of of a group situation or whatever it might be, but just spending time with with others that we we care about.
0: Yeah, I love that. So thinking about one, this, this side of the things that we're, that we want, right? Hopefully we are experiencing rest, maybe a little bit of play also. Cause I like to play on the holidays, but, yeah. um, a little ice skating, maybe whatever, whatever brings you play. Um, and then also like experiencing this relationship and connection and intimacy with, with people that you can call family. Right. Um,
1: I like to do little hot chocolates with hazelnut straws.
0: Mm, all right, a little ritual there, a yeah. little ritual there. Maybe but some ritual over yeah. over the holiday season is something. Yeah. Okay. So if we want these things, and again, this is our frame; it's not necessarily the frame. Um, what are some things that we are looking to avoid on the holiday season, and how do we do so? That's that's something that I'm interested in asking.
1: I think what how we the holidays can be filled with so many traditions.
0: Tradition.
1: Traditions. And so I, I don't know if I'm not, I'm not saying avoid traditions, but I am think I'm saying question traditions. Sure. Um, we've talked about it before. What are the traditions that are there to serve a purpose? Do they still provide that purpose or do they need to be shifted? An example of this might be um, every year at Christmas we play this board game. Well, if people hate that board game why now why are we
0: playing this board
1: correct. game? Correct. If it if the purpose of that board game was to bring the family together and it's not doing that anymore in a way that brings life to everyone, then is it, hey, instead of the board game this year, can we do
0: But I miss the board game. Right. And so
1: but it's and so I think it's always what's the what's the purpose of the tradition? Yeah. And so doing away with traditions because they are traditions and keeping traditions because of the purpose they provide And what they do and changing them so that they're living, breathing things as well. I think that's a big, what can you do on the holidays?
0: And it's also bringing to light that not everyone's going to have the capacity to do that. Right, the fam, the the systems that we are a part of. Not everybody has the power to make that change, right? And I think about the systems where if I like, what I I could just imagine going to some of my systems and going in there and be like, what what if we what if we thought about this differently? They'd be like, no, (laughs) like shut down immediately.
1: But then sometimes that's the question of like, is this the system that I want to keep coming back to? Right,
0: precisely. Right, and not everybody has the privilege to choose which where they go for the holidays, right? Right, And I think that's important to lift up too. But I, I, I think that when we have capacity, that questioning tradition is something we sh- that should be on our mind, Yeah. right? And it's not to say that you should do away with all tradition, right? It's just saying, let's be critical of our traditions and make sure that they're serving the original purpose that they were intended. And if not the original purpose, the purpose that we want them to serve at this
1: time. Right. I want to do away with hosting expectations. Tell um me more. that's I would love to unpack that. I have witnessed so many people in my family and in other families who feel such there's
0: it's so much pressure, pressure, right? Is that to, what you're
1: to, talking about? To, yeah. to 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 cook all the right meals and to make sure there's plenty of food and to be the best host. And I will, I feel, that. And, there, I knew I'd feel and, that. and there are people who find joy in being good host, and so I do. like do like that's one thing. If you are, if it's because it's providing you joy, then like, yeah, do it. Um, if it is shame-inducing when you don't succeed at those things, or if something gets burnt, then like, how do we push back on that and know that you're enough, even if you don't get that extra casserole route out? You're enough, even though all the blankets weren't perfectly like pushed like onto the chairs and, and available for everyone. Um, How do we balance those feelings of like, I like hosting people because it brings me joy. I love hosting people. Right. But how do we balance that with, and if this doesn't happen, I'm okay. And I'm enough.
0: Yeah. It's that scarcity of like, I have to present this perfect image so that people want to come back. Right. This well, is why people love me is because I present all of these things. And
1: I think some people, right? for some people it's, I show love through the way that I host people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, but if you but if you are emptying your pitcher to do that, like you still have then to. The
0: holidays become chores. Correct. Right.
1: Um. And you can't love on people if you're not loving yourself. And so it, you can't ignore your needs through that process, as you are providing love to others through hosting. And so I think that that's something that that a lot of folks, myself included, can struggle with the, during the holiday season.
0: Yeah. I love it. Mm. All right, so we've talked about some of the things we are hoping for. We're talk. We've talked about some of the things we want to avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the other, the last thing that I want to lift up that we really want to avoid, at least we as in I, <laughs> uh, is these. The holiday season is often when we have to return to to people that we don't that have different opinions that we are inherently close with, or not close in relationship with, but close with family-wise that we have to engage because, and, and their political opinions are different than ours, their values are different than ours, and I really just want to be like, can, can we not in the holidays, can we not have this conversation, and so what does it mean to set boundaries Uh, on the holiday season around what is okay and not okay to talk about as well
1: that makes me think about a specific moment in in Korra that we've lifted up before in the first season okay and that's when Tenzin sets boundaries for his family when Tarlock arrives Mm, and and that was and that's a moment that I wasn't planning on talking about but that rang true to me is is how well Tenzin said like no we're Korra's giving you her answer we're done talking about this it is no longer on this the is table. no longer on the table as a discussion point if you would like to stay um and i really love when families like support
0: yeah the people yeah. that
1: are a part of those systems mm. um and i think that that's a way that tenzin does it there that i really appreciate
0: yeah when he does that yeah i love it so Again, we 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 now have some kind of idea and parameters around what we're looking for, what we're not looking for. Yeah. So, what are some moments in the show that help us grapple with these these things that we're hoping for?
1: Oh man. Uh. So I think the all the moments of play throughout the show. Um right? As we're lifting up the very specific, like I want to play and do things. The pro bending matches, the penguin sledding, the elephant koi riding, Mm -hmm. the pie show games, the, that aspect, it feels very holiday to me. Um,
0: I love playing games on the holidays.
1: And going and doing... In general, but... because well, even if you're, like, playing in a pro-bending match or playing a sports game or whether that's, like, pick-up basketball with your family outside or whether that's going to a professional sporting event or watching things like that events, together, right, together. Um, can be a lot of fun and a lot of sense of, of collective joy. And I think that that's... We see so many moments of those things throughout Avatar and Legend of Korra. Um,
0: well, and it's play as facilitating connection Mm -hmm. right because that's really what play is all about is it 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 connects people to one another and whenever we are watching a show together and we have this this play that can be this moment where we're like connecting over this really cool thing yeah and you know people connect through playing you know that ritual board game that they play every year and it's like oh i love and i have such fond memories of this and you know that's not true for everybody but it is true for a lot of people, and so like finding those moments of connection through play is is really beautiful. And I love it. Really, like you said, Pi Show. I think of Asami and Bolin who are just going at it in I think season three um, of Korra, and they're just you know passing the time away. And mm-hmm. you know the the holidays don't have to be so ritually scheduled where every minute is planned. Sometimes it's like, we're, we're bored and there's nothing to do, but I'm going to spend this moment with you mm-hmm. and I'm going to play pie show with you. Yep. And I think that's just really neat.
1: Yeah. What's uh, a moment for you? The f-
0: When we kind of like talked about this as a concept episode, the f- like immediate response was this moment in the comics, um, with North and at the end of North and South. Mm, so spoiler alert. Exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, spoiler yeah. alert for people who uh, haven't read. Um, but there's this this moment at the end of North and South where the whole gang comes together with you know the Earth King, you know Grand Paku, um, and all of these people are. Did you just merge
1: Grandpa and Paku as in like Grand Paku.
0: That's what Sokka does. Yeah, I'm just mimicking Sokka. <laughs> Paku didn't like it, but you know I like uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know Grand Grand and Tone Rock and they're they're all there, and. What I love about all of this is it's this, you know, complete merge of cultures. There's Water Tribe, Fire Nation, Zuko's there, Earth Nation, Air Nation and with Aang. And they're all having this like potluck meal together. And I love it because it's not, you know, the adults. May, it's not the hosting capacity of the adults in the kitchen and the kids come home and they're all it. But no, it's it's all of them are making their own dishes from their own nations and bringing it as a kind of a potluck merger. That's beautiful meal where everybody, you know, Ang brings steamed tofu. And then Katara has this seaweed stew. Toph somewhat interestingly has braised turtle duck, which some of the fans kind of erupted that when you think about a cooked turtle duck, so cute. And then so, so, so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, everybody brings a dish and mm-hmm. it's so cool. And I just love how they come together and then this, this final page of the comic is just everyone smiling, looking at each other, eating this, you know, plethora of delicious food from all the different nations and it's just really beautiful and I think about how food is a facilitator of joy and a facilitator of connection, right? And even uh, one of the side notes on the page talks about how uh Jean Luen Yang, who writes this. The scripts have many scenes where the characters connect to their feelings and to each other through eating, which gives such depth to the story. And I so agree because that's so true for us too, where people bond over food and food is what brings us together and I and I love the connections that happen over meals. So that's something I think about when I think about the holidays,
1: Just family meals and and everyone's bringing something different that they love to make or enjoy and
0: yeah and you know again it's one of those things where like technology isn't necessarily at the point where there are cell phones in in this but i think what makes these moments really beautiful is that no one's distracted by the things that are going on. The TV isn't on in the background in this in this comic. There's no nobody has their phone out looking at their phone. Everyone is present and engaged with one another. And that's something mm. I crave so much during the holiday. I crave it all the time, but I feel like I get it most often when I'm able to really cultivate it in that holiday season. I think more people are willing to put their phone away during this season than they are during a regular, you know, Thursday night dinner.
1: Absolutely. I think a moment for me that I want to lift up and I'm sorry for making everyone go through this. Um, but I'm not is, uh, the moment of Iroh honoring Luton.
0: Oh, whoa.
1: I think this year more than maybe many in the past, we're going to, we're going to have loved ones that aren't with us. Mm. And, uh, there was an Andrew Garfield interview, uh, Recently, as he was promoting Tick, Tick, Boom, um, where he expressed after the loss of a family member that grief is all the unexpressed love that he he regrets not sharing or not regrets, but wasn't able to share with that family member. And that concept of grief being an exploration of love and a showing of love to those who are no longer with us is one that felt really beautiful to me. And I think that that at this time in the holidays can, can be uh, something we can do that grief, that missing of people is an outpouring of love and reframing it as such to understand that like, this is, I feel this and I'm allowed to feel this and I'm allowed to miss these people and that it is a, um, an act of love, an act of radical love to, do that and allow yourself to feel those things during the holiday. And it's not something that should, you feel like you shouldn't be able to do. Um, yeah. And that that's very real. And so I love that moment and avatar, but also that we have permission to do that during the holiday seasons as well.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I have long thought that one of the, the biggest tragedies of COVID is this lack of communal grief. Mm-hmm. Um, as I do a lot of research on, you know, trauma and the things that are going, going wrong (laughs) in our, in our world, this is, this is one of them where this, this lack of communal grief has really made it difficult to process. Mm -hmm. And I love that you're giving us a little bit of space to say that it's okay to, to lean into that. Absolutely. Right. And I think that's really beautiful. Oof, that's big. Like I'm tearing up just thinking about it. Like, it's just so important. Ooh, um, yeah, okay.
1: Another moment for you.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay, I am called to think about this moment where Toph in, uh, I think it's book two, uh, of Atla where she runs away from the gang because she's mad and they're all mad at each other. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. And she encounters Iroh. And Iroh is on his own because Zuko left him. And Toph is on her own because she left her people. And together they find connection with each other over a a glass of tea. And this moment's really powerful for me too because Mm -hmm. they don't know each other. They're strangers and yet they're kind to each other and they listen to one another and they form connection. And would they rather be with other people in that moment? Maybe. But I think that it's, it's that moment of being willing to sit down and have a, have a cup of tea with a stranger that I also want and crave um, during the holiday season. Like there, there's this, sense of wanting to connection. And this is just a really beautiful way of showing us that even when we're at odds with the people that we love and care about, we can find it in uh, in other places. And I think that's a moment that comes to mind for me.
1: It also feels like it's important to lift up because I know that there can be pain around our loved ones being somewhere else. Yeah. And making that feel like it was a choice that is against me or, mm-hmm. um, they are choosing to be with in that space because they they like that person or love that person more or better. Yeah. Um. And I think that that moment that you're specifically speaking about is is Iro for Ira and Toff is one that kind of shows that like it's not that they don't love the people they're not with. Yeah. Exactly. Um, they're just in a moment, and that moment is dictated in time that they are going to have to be together. In and, that moment, And
0: sometimes that happens on the holiday season, yeah. right?
1: Um, and it doesn't mean that there's a lack of love. It just means that they're they're in a different space, and they
0: need to be in that space yeah. in order to process what's going on. Yeah. And I and I think that's really important, right? We like <laughs> that moment is so important for for me to think about. Like, I don't want to be around these people right now, and that there's still hope that I can find connection elsewhere, right? And I'm still loved and. All of all of that. I, I just, I yeah.
1: because well, there's so much truth to like, I don't want to be in this situation. It doesn't mean that I don't love the people that are there. It just means that at this place in time, I'm not ready to be at that location. Um, and I think that that's again giving people permission to to know that that's a real feeling and that that's an okay feeling to have is um, important. Yeah. And there are places for connection.
0: Yeah. And it's just I feel like this this call to like. Who are I've always I'm that type of person that likes to host, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, oh, who are the stragglers and the strangers that I need to invite into my home to you know build this connection with that don't have a place to go on the holidays? I want to be that like hub for where the disenfranchised come. Yeah, <laughs> that's something that I that I like have this dream of, and yeah, it's just it's really beautiful to see this moment. You have another moment?
1: Yeah, I think for me one of the last ones that I want to bring up is. um Tenzin sitting down with Iki in the cave with all the sky bison. Oh, so good. Um, which is a recent moment we've talked about, but I think one for multiple reasons. I love the the generational play that takes place on around the holidays. Yeah, the connection of generations that you might not get throughout the the regular year. Mm. Um, the learning that can come from that, the stories that can come from that, the mythos that can come from that. Yeah. Um, but also it is so common for me to end up having to like play with the children that are in a family space during the holidays, uh, and, and pretending and exploring and playing dinosaurs and, um, and the power that comes with one, the joy that I feel from getting to be in that whimsical moment in that given space. Um, but also the way that that allows for, um, young folks to potentially feel connected into a larger, um, system that they may feel disconnected from when they're sitting at the kids table or um
0: that was me always at the
1: kids table (laughs) or not being able to understand the 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 movies that are being watched by the adults or um just wanting a chance to play because there's been times where i've been the child who's been like i'm the youngest one here and we're at my grandparents house and they don't have anything anything for me me. um (laughs) and um, I was always appreciative of the older siblings or the people who were like, hey, I'm going to play Go Fish with you. And um, I, so I, I, I love that moment because Tenzin really just immerses himself into the tea party. To Iki's world. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's a really cool thing that, that typically can happen in the holidays that, that brings joy. Yeah. So I think that's my last one for, for now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. Mm, so we we've talked about Intimacy, we've talked about, and that certainly happens in this moment with Tenzin and Iki, right? This, this connection, this intimacy that, that is just really beautiful. We've talked about play. We've talked about, you know, boundary setting that Tenzin does and gives us an example of. We've talked about all kinds of things that I think we can invite into our, our holiday season. And I'm really grateful for Avatar for, for giving us this opportunity to, to think about this and to give us these, these memories and these examples of what it can look like to, uh, to hope for something and to try and use this, this space to kind of cultivate what we wish to see in our holiday season. Mm-hmm. So, what we're going to do now is we are going to move into some gratitude. Uh, and, you know, on top of the gratitude we just shared, um, but gratitude for someone in this whole avatar verse that helps us, you know, feel something that gives us something that talks, helps us understand the holidays. And before we do that, uh, I'm I'm feeling called to also just ask for a moment of silence for and just invite some collective grief for us to bear witness to the fact that we are in a community that has lost a lot over the past two years, and with this being kind of our holiday episode, I just want to offer us a chance to have a moment of silence for our, our collective grief, for the people that we've lost from COVID, from not COVID, from all kinds of things, and so let's honor that and we'll we'll take a moment. Thank you. And so may all the peoples who we have lost, may their memory be a blessing for us. Okay, let's talk about gratitude. Yeah. Who are we grateful for in this in this episode? Or <laughs> in this episode of <laughs> Bending Not Breaking? <laughs>
1: Something that we haven't lifted up yet that I really want to lift up is the joy in the holidays of coming home and seeing... Uh, the family pet coming home and and are getting to spend more time with the animals in our life that we oh, uh, that we love. Um, like I love snuggling with my dog around this time of year. and there's also times where I get to go see um, family members who have their pets that I haven't seen in a while that I get to engage with. and and so but they having those pets around have always brought a certain environment, a certain level of of joy and excitement. Um, And so I'm giving thanks to to all the avatar pets out there, and uh, not really pets. Pets might not be the best word, but Appa and Spirit Guides, Naga and Fang and Mola Mola and all these really awesome uh, spirit animals that have always been a source of comfort and joy. And real love and partnership, and, partnership right? and connection. And I think that animals can do uh, that for a lot of us. And so I want to give a thanks to, to all the creatures of Avatar um, to make sure that they know that they're loved as well.
0: Yeah. Wow. I am going to go with uh, an often gr- gratitude person. That's a terrible way to word that. Raising, um, <laughs> And, and I'm, I'm really grateful for Katara, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm grateful specifically for Katara in, her, in Korra, uh, in her infinite yes. wisdom in Korra. Yes. Uh, and I'm, I'm really thinking about the way that she cares for Korra and not just, the, like, there's just the whole, her whole interaction with Korra is just incredibly beautiful. The way that she teaches Korra waterbending the way in the comics the way that she you know walks walks korra through her trauma helps her heal mm-hmm. the the way that she just is so inviting and you know speaks to tenzin and tells him nope, this is family time you're going to spend some time with your with your siblings and i just i think that katara is the wisdom that i hope that i can you know, tap into during the holidays. And, uh, you know, I, I'm i really grateful for her example. I think she's the bomb.com.
1: I agree. Well, y'all, this is uh, wrapping up our mini episode for today. Um, thank y'all so much for, for listening. Thank you for, for continuing to listen to this podcast. We hope that y'all are enjoying it. Um, thank you to all of our patron, uh, patrons, subscribers, our patrons to that help us do this uh, and, help, and help us continue to do this. We're incredibly grateful for you. Um, thank you to uh, my co-host. Oh, thank uh, you. Uh, one of my highlights of 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 my life is getting to do this with you. So yeah. I appreciate that um
0: also grateful for our our editor in chief right now yeah uh, noah blanchard you've been a huge help this whole season and during all of our mini series you've been the bomb great wonderful and though
1: amazing. he's not with us this season uh max gongaware is always just not at this time always not he's just not here at this time yeah no, not at this time he might come back who knows who knows <laughs> life is he's a been mystery busy. he's
0: getting a new job soon so maybe he'll have more time
1: yeah fun yeah um but y'all, again, all, all the holiday well wishes, sending them out to, to y'all and, and the families that you get to be with, whether they are re- related through blood or, or the the found families that are so important to all of us. Um, sending you well wishes and, and hoping the best for your holiday season. I'm Sunshine Mayfield. I'm Ben Pruitt. And this has been Bending Not Breaking, a holiday mini episode. Happy, Thanks for listening. Happy holidays.